0: Let's do this. Hey, 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 my gorgeous friends. Okay, so I have a story for you. So my family and I were in California on a long time planned vacation for the 4th of July, right? And this week was always already just going to be a little crazy. Okay, so we had planned this vacation for the 4th of July months ago. And lo and behold, a few weeks later, a few weeks later, my husband's dad's family reached out and let us know that the funeral for my husband's grandpa was going to be held the weekend after this vacation. And it was not really one of those things where they like asked if that's the best weekend or whatever. It was just kind of one of those like, Hey, just so you know, this is when it's happening. Hope you can make it type thing. And obviously it was kind of like a, whew, that's not necessarily great because everybody had already had to take off work for, for this vacation. And now they're going to have to take off extra work for this funeral. But of course it's family we will make it work. It's worth it. Right? So the crazy part was that it was also, we would be getting home from the funeral the day of Blake and me going to Florida for a Beachbody retreat and conference that has been planned for over a year. Okay. So within one week, we're going to California on vacation, to Wyoming to a funeral, and to Florida for this Beachbody thing, right? So already going to be a crazy week. Okay. That's all within one week. Come home from California on Monday, go to Wyoming Friday to Sunday, leave for Florida Sunday afternoon. Okay. That's this week. So we're in California and I got a text from my friend who lost her baby boy a couple of weeks ago. He was eight months old and he had brain and heart issues and he's been in, in the hospital his whole life. And he went home. He went home to our father in heaven. He, he did pass away. And, and my friend called me to, to tell me about it when it happened. And, and I told her when she called me like, if i can make it to the funeral i will absolutely be there and i you know a little voice in the back of my head was like well i just hope it's not during this week cuz that's really going to be crazy and i don't know if i can go i don't know if i can make it right um so i kind of hope it works out with all the times that i'm going to be gone in july but i told her like if i can make it i will absolutely be there so she texted me when we were in california and told me when the service would would be and i was like Well, technically, yes, I can make that. This was uh she texted me on Sunday. I'm pretty sure we were going home on Monday, and the service would be on Tuesday at one o'clock in the afternoon. And so I I stewed it over and I was really trying to decide, am I going? I mean, I'm already going to California. (laughs) Coming home from California, going to Wyoming and Florida this week alone. Can I really throw in a trip to Utah (laughs) for this funeral? Right. And I I was sitting there contemplating if I should go or not. I knew I would have to make the drive by myself with my three kids. It's a five and a half hour drive for me from where I live. And we're doing a five and a half hour drive home from California, right? Um, As a family. So like it would literally mean three days back to back five and a half hours in the car. Am I, am I really up for that? Um, Because my husband had to work so he couldn't come with me. Right. So Oh my gosh. I was like trying to think about it. All all the pros and cons. I'm sure like, especially with COVID, they could probably do a zoom link, right? Like, do I really need to go? Is I really going to this? Right. And the, the song lyrics to the Tracy Lawrence song, you find out who your friends are popped into my head randomly, spontaneously. Right. And the chorus says, you find out who your friends are. Somebody's going to drop everything run out and crank up their car hit the gas get there fast they don't stop to think what's in it for me or it's way too far they just show on up with their big old heart you find out who your friends are right and so the words to this song popped into my head and i knew in that moment exactly what i would do i would go because she's my friend We taught kindergarten together and I have always considered her to be one of my very best friends. She was one of those people that I didn't know before we taught kindergarten together and we were inseparable. (laughs) Like, oh my gosh, we could talk for way too long. I love her dearly. And We both became moms. I stopped teaching after I became a mom. She continued teaching. I moved to another state and you know, like life just happens. Like she's got one kid. I've got three. I live in Nevada. She lives in Utah. She's still teaching. I'm not, you know, like a lot of things, like there was a a point in our life where we had everything in common and now it feels like we still have things in common, but not that much, you know? So you, you You just kind of don't know, like, are we still best friends? Have you kind of moved on? I'm not really sure. I still consider you to be one of my best friends, but is the feeling mutual, you know? And it wasn't until she called me after her son died that I realized that yes, the feeling is definitely, definitely mutual because one, I was so impressed that she called me to tell me about her son's passing. And I asked her, how many more people do you still have to call? And she was like, well, actually you're the first person I've called. And my heart was just like, oh my gosh, overflowing with joy and gratitude and peace. And like, oh my gosh, like the fact that your family knows, and then you thought to call me very first, it meant the world to me. And it, it helped me realize that, yes, in fact, the feeling is very mutual. I consider her to still be one of my very best friends. And obviously she, she feels the same way. So I knew, okay, you find out who your friends are. I consider her to be one of my very best friends. Then I better get my booty there. I better drop everything, crank up my car and get there fast. Right. And sorry, it's making me emotional, but sorry, not sorry. Right. So I did, I had to drop several things. Um, My son had a dentist appointment for a procedure that has needed to be done for a while that we had to call and cancel because I felt very strongly that he needed to come with me because my son and her son, they're about a year apart and they get along really, really well. And I just had a feeling that Holland needs to come with me. I, yes, I can leave him here. Blake could take him to the procedure or we could ask grandma, but no, Holland needs to come with me. We need to drop that appointment. We can reschedule it. I had an appointment with my one-on-one mentor. I need to drop it. I, I need to go to this. So I reached out to him. I, Hey, I got to cancel. I'm going to reschedule things. I had a play date scheduled. Hey, I got to cancel. I'm going to this funeral, right? There was a launch for the newest Beachbody program. And I was really excited to help my customers and coaches get it. And you know what? It's going to wait. It can wait. And I don't have to do that right now. So I did, I dropped it all. And we got home from California on Monday at like three, four o'clock in the afternoon. We unpacked Blake and I did a workout together, got the kids to bed. And then I repacked for us to leave the very next morning at four o'clock in the morning, like leave our house at four o'clock in the morning, not wake up at four, like leave at four. So my alarm was set for three 30 and you guys, I'm doing 75 hard right now and I'm almost done. Okay. Today is day 68 maybe 69. I finish a week from today. So whatever that is. Um, and I always like to get in a workout first thing. And I, I couldn't do that because I knew I'm driving by myself. So I have got to get the most sleep that I can so that I can drive safely. So my alarm wasn't set to go off till 3:30. We were 90% packed. I was just going to need to throw in the stuff that my kids needed to sleep. Right. And so woke up at 3.30, Blake woke up with me, totally helped me get out the door. We were out the door by 4 a.m. And my kids, my older two are potty trained, but we put them in pull-ups and diapers so that we could just go. I wouldn't have to stop 400 times to take them pee and whatever. I am, a, for 75 hard, you're supposed to drink a gallon of water. I did not touch my water bottle and I knew like, I'll make up for it later. I don't wanna have to stop and pee every six seconds too. So, you know, let's just let's just make this work. So we did, and you guys, we got there in less than five hours. That is unheard of. There was like no traffic. My kids were amazing. We never had to stop. I was going with the flow of traffic. So I wasn't like crazy speeding the whole time. I was just following the flow of traffic and it like literally four minutes and 50, sorry, four hours and 57 minutes. And we got there. Okay. So we had three hours to kill. And we were already planning to stop at one of my coach friend's houses that lives in in Utah. And so we worked out together, check. That was one of my 45 minute workouts for 75 hard, okay? And that was huge for me because that was one of the biggest like, okay, Heavenly Father, like, I'm gonna do this. I'm gonna follow this prompting. I'm gonna go, but I need some serious help. Like one, I need the energy to be able to drive three consecutive days, five and a half hours, Uh, I need the energy to be nice to my children and not absolutely freak out at them. And I I really need the energy to be able to do 75 hard on top of the physical and emotional exhaustion of going to this funeral, right? And I, you guys, my to-do list is huge this week with the launch, with us going to four different states, right? And my to-do list is jimongous. And literally, I felt so much peace just driving to Utah on Tuesday. And you guys, like my natural state, one of my natural states, which I'm working on it, and I'm finding a lot of tools to help me, but it's overwhelm, especially when my to-do list feels so huge and so daunting. And you guys, there was not an ounce, not even one tiny little ounce of overwhelm as I drove to Utah on Tuesday. I just had this huge overwhelming feeling of peace and comfort and joy. And I, I knew I was absolutely doing the right thing. And I knew that God would help me because I was, I was doing what he asked me to do and he would take care of me. Right. Cause he commanded us to feed, feed his lambs, feed his sheep. And as I was driving, that was just what I was overwhelmed with, with feed my lambs, feed my sheep. And when you feed my sheep, in this case, it's your best friend, go feed her go bless her, go be there for her. And then I will be there for you in your moments of need throughout the rest of this week. I will help you accomplish everything that is essential. I promise. And you guys, it was amazing. It was amazing to be there. There was so many moments of joy and peace and bliss. We were able to be present. We were able to be playful. We had so much time to spend even just one-on-one with my friends because we had actually ended up sleeping over at their house. And it was, it was incredible. It was beautiful. And I know that we did the right thing. And one of the coolest parts was, you guys, I woke up at 3.30 Pacific time to go. Okay, so that's 4.30 Mountain Standard time. And I still had yet to get in my 10 pages of reading and my 45 minute outside workout. And it was 1045, you guys. <sighs> and somehow I still had the energy that I needed to get those things done. I read my 10 pages. I went on a walk and it went by so fast. You guys, there had been so many workouts that I'm like, I I'm probably almost done. And I look at my watch and it's been like 10 minutes and I'm like, are you, are you kidding me? But it was the total opposite that it was like, how long have I been out here? And it was like, Whoa, I've already been out here for 32 minutes. Okay. I guess I only need to walk for 13 more. Like this is rad. Right. And I totally had the energy that I needed to do 75 hard, which you guys, that's so trivial. Right. But it's, it was important to me. And because I was doing something that was so important to God, I really feel like he blessed me in my time of need with energy to do what I needed to do. So I went to sleep and my kids are early risers. They wanted to play together. Didn't get that great quality of sleep, but it's okay. Woke up, we played, we had a great chill morning. We had breakfast together. We went on a walk together and then, and then we left, right? And on the drive home, it was another one of those, like I texted my husband and I was like, babe, like we're on our way home. But as soon as we get home, I need a nap. (laughs) I know it's going to be like three, four o'clock, but I need a nap. I know it's going to be like three, four o'clock, but I need a nap. I am physically and emotionally exhausted. And I love my husband dearly, but he is super terrible with time sometimes and I think honestly that's one of the reasons I'm so passionate about time blocking and being like crazy about the way I use my time is because he's not that's not necessarily one of his strong points okay so I told him and I planted that seed like babe but when we get home I really need a nap and I was really really hoping that he could plan his day wisely so that he could be there when we got home and although I planted that seed, I was trying not to like expect that of him so that I wouldn't be super mad at him if he wasn't home when we got home. And I just told myself like, okay, even if he's not home, I'll just, I know the kids have been watching their iPads and stuff while we drive home, but I'll still like, whatever, grace, mama, grace, I'll turn on the TV for them. They can watch a show until Blake gets home. And I'm going to take a nap because I need a nap. And not only was he home, When we pulled into the driveway, he was standing outside on the driveway, ready to hug us and give us kisses and welcome us home and help me unload the van. And then the second the van was unloaded, actually, before the van was even unloaded, he was like, Don't even worry about it. I will, I will do this. You go take a nap. And I was like, No, it's okay. Like, I can help you. And I did. I helped him. And then I like, Okay, now I'm going to go take a nap. (laughs) And I did. And I got two hours of sleep and it was wonderful and beautiful and fabulous. Right. So it was just like a huge, Oh, my word. Like sleep matters to me. 75 hard matters to me. Getting there safely and having the energy to be kind to my kids matters to me. Going matters to me. Being present matters to me. And I just felt like this power that was not my own. That literally, God was just booing me up to be more than I could be on my own. And I know like you hear that all the time, but it was one of the very first times that I really felt that of like, no, like this is way more than I could have ever done by myself. Because somehow I still have patience. Somehow I still have energy. Somehow I'm still doing this huge drive and going to this emotionally taxing thing and have the energy to do 75heart, right? Like it was just it was beautiful to say the least, to feel that power from him. And it reminded me of a post that I, I saw around Thanksgiving last year. And I, I recreated the post in my own words. And I, I want to share that post with you. Okay, so this was, again, this did not originate from me. This was inspired by something else that I saw, but then the words that I'm about to read you are my own. If you're anything like me, you find yourself busy in the mundane tasks of everyday life. You need to unload the dishwasher, start the laundry, make breakfast, change a bum or two, wipe a spill, make lunch, run some errands, get the kids down for a nap, grocery shop, fold the laundry, reload the dishwasher, start dinner, tidy up, get the kids to bed, sweep, clean the floors, oh, and make time for things you want to do personally, like read and meal plan, meal prep, exercise, and I didn't even touch on if you need to work from home, oh, and spend time with God in the scriptures and in prayer. Holy cow, there are so many things to do. Sometimes finding time to be with God is hard, like hard. Have you ever noticed in the scriptures that men go somewhere to be with God? They climb mountains or go to quiet, beautiful places. Have you ever found yourself longing for more time to climb the mountains or go to quiet, beautiful places? What have you noticed about women in the scriptures? Where does God meet the woman at the well? Oh, at the well. Where does God meet Mary and Martha in their home and at Lazarus's bedside? Where does God meet the women at the tomb who were performing the womanly chore of properly preparing Christ's body for burial at the tomb? God will come to you as you prayerfully seek him. He will meet you in your home, in your kitchen. He will meet you as you care for your children, for your neighbors, friends, parents, and the elderly. If you will open your eyes and heart to him, if you seek him, you will find him. So mama, give yourself some grace. You are doing better than you think you are in all areas of life that are important to you. God will meet you where you are, no matter where you are. And I love that. It was again, one of those moments where I knew that I was supposed to share this message with you today because I I knew I wanted to reference that post in this podcast. And I was like, I don't even know how to easily find it. Like I know I posted it, but am I really gonna have to scroll back through all my posts to find it? And I had a thought of like, oh, you you posted it on this Facebook page. You should go try to find it on the Facebook page. And you guys, it was literally, I went to the Facebook page, looked in the topics for Grace Mama Grace for this blog that I write. It was literally the first post that was there. You guys, this post was like over a year ago. Why in the heck is it at the top? Oh, because God is meeting me where I am. He knows me. He knows where I'm at. And he wanted to make this week easier for me because I did what he asked, right? And it's been amazing to me since we got home on Wednesday that I've had time to do everything that really, 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 truly mattered. Is there stuff that is being put by the wayside? Yes, there is. Is there stuff that I need and want to do that I'm deciding isn't necessarily crucial right now? Yes, there are. But I have had time and energy to do the things that absolutely must be done. And that concept is called essentialism, right? I love that book. So good. Okay. God will meet you where you are. He will bless you to be more than you could ever be on your own. And the final thought that I want to leave you with is don't blame your kids for your inability to serve God and your fellow man. I know sometimes that's really easy. I can't do that because I've got kids. I'm not even going to lie to you. There have been so many times where I'm sitting at church wondering why in the heck am I here? I'm not getting anything out of it because my kids are crazy today and my baby is constantly making it. So I have to step out into the hall so I don't disturb everyone else here. Who's trying to learn and listen, right? Why am I here? What am I doing? It doesn't make any sense, right? But what are we teaching our children when we bring them along for the ride? We're showing them that God matters to us. We're showing them the peace that can be felt when we put him first. What are they learning from me as I drive by myself to Utah to be there for a friend in her time of need? Right? And we've had conversations about it already. And this, I can already tell, is going to be a story that will go down in history, right? As something crazy that we did as a family. And we'll talk about it for a long time to come. And what message will it share? Mom listens to the spirit. Mom follows promptings. You guys were amazing. And God really blessed us because we did what he asked. And we were there for our friend who needed us. You are amazing, Mama. You really are. And so... With this message, I just really want to invite you to lean in to God's power. Invite his spirit to be with you in your life. And when it is there, listen to it. Follow the small promptings that you receive. And then stand back and watch as God makes you more than you could ever be on your own and glorify him as he blesses you because you are doing everything you can. To listen to him. I know this message was a lot more spiritual than most of my others, but grace mama grace, right? It's in the title. Where does the ultimate gift of grace come from? From our savior himself, right? I love you. You're beautiful. Listen to promptings, find God in your life. You are doing better than you think you are. I love you, my friends. I'll see you next week. All right, you guys, that's it. Thank you for sticking around. If this message spoke to you today, please feel free to share it with someone you love. It would mean the world to me if you would leave this podcast a quick review from wherever you're listening from so that other mamas can find it too. Be sure to find me on Instagram so that we can be friends in real life. You can find me at Bryn Wise. Thank you for making the choice to become a mom. Thank you for loving your kids. Remember that you are doing better than you think you are. Remember to lean on your village. Remember the biggest contribution you make in this world might not be something you do, but someone you raise. And always remember to give yourself grace.